when it rains it pours and that is the case for tim hannon this week on today's episode we're talking about sukino float and what's been going on there ups and downs it's a fun little episode we've got for you here as always a few things for you to think about while we have a good time talking about our float businesses speaking of business what are you using for your business when it comes to scheduling we use helmbot at the float shop we're big fans one of the things i like about it is that you don't have to export all of your client information into your email system we use mailchimp and we don't have to export download or put it in an excel spreadsheet or make sure it's the right file type to import and go through all the columns and whatnot Instead, you can just link the two. They have MailChimp support built into Helmbot, which is super, super cool. Uh, MailChimp is definitely one of the more popular email softwares that are out there. Uh, so the two just uh, talk to each other. It's great once you hook it up. Helmbot is where you want to go to check these guys out if you're not already using them. It's seriously no risk whatsoever to get on the phone with them and get on Zoom, get a full tour of the place. You can even do a demo if you want to. So Helmbot.com is where you want to go. Also, big shout out to Isopod. We have two Isopods, and as our tanks get older and we replace them, we end up always going for Isopod. It's once we tried them, we've realized they're just great, great workhorses. I'm sure they love me calling them workhorses, but but they're built incredibly well. These are people who know what they're doing when it comes to the engineering behind it, when it comes to the actual fiberglass build. These are guys who've been doing it for a long time and know what a float tank should deliver. They're simpler float tanks that get the job done, but they also look beautiful. They're great aesthetically to clients. I can't tell you how many times I've had clients look at these float tanks and just uh, breathe a sigh of relief and feel comfortable getting into them. I-SOPOD.com is where you want to go to check it out. Make sure that if you have a new float center, you're designing your rooms to fit these puppies. We absolutely love them. Again, I-SOPOD.com is where you want to go. And uh, I think that's all for now. Let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of Art of the Float. My name is Dylan, and I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon, with my lovely wife, Sandra. I um, I have not had any issues at Kim's Float Center. Kim? <laughs> and my name is Kim Hannon. I own Sukino Float Center in Salt Cave in southern Indiana, and I have had some issues at you my have. float center. You, you I have, have had issues at your float center? But I haven't had any at yours. Oh, funny. Okay. Well, you know, let's yeah. talk about your float center tonight. Um, because we haven't had any dramatic issues at our float center. So let's let's focus, let's zero in, let's hone in on your float center. We should probably right off the bat let everybody know it's the two of us tonight. It's just the two of us. Uh, Gloria and Drew are uh, sharing some tequila <laughs> at some virtual bar, I think. Uh, I'm not quite sure. I might have gotten confused about the text messages, but but uh, they are otherwise occupied. Uh, tequila may be involved for one or both of them. <laughs> But uh, let's see here. So um, I have been, we, we chat. You know, that's one of the funner things about this this podcast. Uh, it's created a little um, float group amongst us where we do check in with each other throughout the week. Um, you know, it's usually interpersonal stuff, uh, the, the family drama, all that. But sometimes it's about float centers, as, as is uh, this week. Kim, uh, actually, I think I first saw it on social media, but uh, definitely made it to the text chain as well. What's been going on, Kim? You want to you want to uh, share with the world? Yeah, I mean, I've shared before that we've had a couple of we'll just say water intrusion issues at my float center. So to kind of set the stage, 
We are in the basement level of a three-story building. It is over a hundred and something years old. I should know that number, but I don't, but it's a really old place. And whenever uh, we moved into the building, it was a complete rehab. The owners of the building um, installed, they, um, sorry, they created a yoga studio upstairs. And then we have several other holistic wellness businesses that are on the third floor and we moved into the basement, but the basement sat vacant even longer than the building because there were so many flooding issues. There was mold down there. Like, I mean, red flags everywhere. Well, yeah. But... I, I, pardon me for forgetting the story here, but yeah. you went, yes, yes, yeah. this is for me. This it's is worth the, place. the deal. What, what happened? Yeah. So the owners of the building actually did some work, um, got all of those issues taken care of. Basically what we found out is some of the water was kind of coming through the walls, which is crazy. Um, but, the storm lines are all around our our building and they actually run partially under our building. And so when we get hit with a flash flood, like hard and fast rain, that's when water comes in. So during the construction process, and if you like go digging way back in the float collective, I actually shared some pictures um, of some of the early issues we had. We had massive flooding, like walked into a couple of inches in there. Um, there was a sewer backup at one point, yeah, like that. all that disgusting stuff. We ended up uh, installing a second sump pump, made sure the first one was all repaired and working well. Um, they installed a whole new like storm line that's actually in my lounge. It's hidden. But if there's ever an emergency, the city will come into my lounge and like you know, do something um, with this big drain system that's underneath us. <laughs> and so all crazy stuff, but we got it all fixed. And then we would have like these really random little uh, puddles of water if it rained here or there and just some weird stuff. And it's kind of like, like whack-a-mole for us. We'll fix uh -huh. one issue and then something else pops up. And we I mean, have the like... Upside is like that's true of every flow center. Like every it's flow true. center, it is it is kind of a nonstop whack-a-mole. But you do have a very special beast you're dealing yes. with. Yes, yes, it it's pretty crazy. But we've we've been able to find all of the source, um, the sources of all of the the different leaks and things. Whether it was, you know, the air conditioner upstairs on the third floor is leaking and and causing water spots on our acoustic tile in the lounge, or um, we found a, a pin, like a, a pencil size hole in the mechanical room for the building where water was coming in and we were able to put a Q-tip in that. <laughs> Seriously, no, we just, no, we put no. it, yeah, yeah. You know we, what we, we would have done at our shop? Uh, we would have gotten some of the putty earplug stuff yes, and, and jammed yeah, that in. That's that brilliant. That is a ton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we put in, the cotton swab was there to show the building owner where it was located. Uh. So that he could deal with it. Okay, and so that was not your permanent fix. <laughs> that's not a permanent fix. We are a little bit smarter than that. However, it hasn't been dealt with. And at the moment, <laughs> that cotton swab is probably one of the best investments we've ever made. Wow. <laughs> it's doing its job. Um, let me ask, what kind of floors do you have? So we have really old, old concrete floors. And then we painted them and epoxy them. Um, and so it is a very soft concrete under there. It's, it's pretty porous. Um, mm. So in our mechanical room, like you can see when water comes in, like it just soaks through. Um, but in the rest of the, the center, our actual space, uh, thank goodness, you know, the epoxy does its job. It holds it. Great. Like we're able to just go through and hit everything Oopsie. up with a, a, yes, it's amazing. Um, but we hit everything up with a shop vac or towels or whatever the case may be. Yeah. <laughs> But, oh, the towels, yes. yes, but this weekend, 
We have a, a new employee who, that's a big update too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. New employee who is able to run the center on her own. We've historically only had back of house employees. And uh, we hired someone who actually started training the day we got back, our first day reopening after the float conference. And she is a rock star. Um, so Sunday, last Sunday was her third day on her own. And I had actually asked her to come in and cover a shift for me so that I could go to a baby shower um, for a friend. And she was so kind and came in all excited. And I left. And then as I was sitting at my friend's baby shower, we were out on the back deck and we could see this storm rolling in. Oh, no. <laughs> and I just got this oh, gut feeling. God, that's so funny. I sneaked out of the baby shower. I went back to the float center. Uh, I called my husband and he's like, yeah, she just called. And she's, she called twice, actually. The first time kind of <laughs> nonchalant and she's got it. The second time, she sounded a little more panicked, and I was like, all right, I got it. I'm on the way. Yeah. Well, what so, happened... Can, can I just... Yes. A little asterisk or carrot in here is, um, by definition, if I make personal plans, and it's very rare that I make my personal plans, I'm going to go do something fun. By definition, that means the shop is going to be calling. There's A pipe is going to explode. A, a tank will die. Just something is going to happen where I have yeah. to drive in. It j- Something for me... I got to go into the shop. I got to pay my dues. <laughs> yep. Yep. 100%. So yeah, I, think, I think you made that storm happen. I think that's yeah. on you. <laughs> yeah. I kind of, I kind of feel like it's the truth. And Had you been working there and nothing would have happened. Right. I was there that morning. Smooth, <laughs> easy day. It, in fact, we thought it was going to rain and then the rain kind of went away and I was like, oh, it's going to be a lovely afternoon. And I was actually kind of dreading being outside for the shower because it was going to be hot and sticky and it wasn't. And we got a huge huge storm and so the way that you get into my building um because we're in the basement level there's a side entrance like on the side of the building you go down about six steps or so and then we have glass doors um and you go from those glass doors directly into our reception area there's a about four and a half five feet maybe to the desk so there's just enough room for a little bench where people can sit down and take off their shoes and then you hit the the desk and then um our office is right behind the desk and there's a narrow hallway and when I walked in, um, actually, my employee saw me walking up. She opens the door, and bless her heart, she has her, we wear scrubs as part of our uniform. She has her scrubs hiked up to her knees. <laughs> there are towels oh, no. everywhere. Oh, and she just looked just dis- disheveled. And, but she was, she was rocking it. Like, she was on, on top of it. She's wow. really trying to clean everything. She didn't want to have to, you know, have help. She just didn't know how to handle it. Yeah. Who would? I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Center for 10 years and I wouldn't know how to handle it. Yeah. <laughs> and so we had to pick up and move the shoe bench, move all of our signage, move all of the smaller things that we have there. Water seeping under the reception desk. It was going all the way back into, because it went under the walls, but into our office, which we have a bed there. Um, so I have to move all the furniture out of the office to get back and drive underneath the bed. And then all the way down the hallway. And um, I'll just say that I'm thankful that we never got rid of all of those really old towels that we haven't donated yet. We have a bunch of cleaning towels, but we probably went through 30 or 40 towels that were sopping wet. And 
I got the shop back. And at that point, we had guests who were floating. Thankfully, they were oblivious to the whole thing. We had it all cleaned up by the time they came out. Whoa. Like, completely. Oh, that's the dream right there. That's the business owner dream. The client doesn't even know. Oh, that's so cool. No idea. No idea. And um, I had to sneak back into, like, our filtration room for one of our float suites to get the shop back because that's the only place big enough to store it. Hmm. And I just realized like, you know what, if they hear me back here, if I flash the light on and that disturbs them or anything of that nature, like I'm just going to comp the session. No big deal. I'm I'm just prepared for the worst. Totally. Um, They had no idea at all. So every damn time. (laughs) So (laughs) true. Isn't that always the case? Like, yeah, you're so yeah. ready. Oh, they had that that terrible float. You know, you dropped something or whatever. I, I, I don't know. All the little things that happen. Nope, they had no no idea. A school bus no uh, backed into our parking lot once with the beeper yeah. going the entire time. Didn't know. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Good float. That's a good float. For good float. That's no. a good float. That's a good float. <laughs> no comp. Awesome. Even better. Yeah. Right. So yeah, was that and the I, end of it? I, that was pretty much the end of it. I mean, she, I think, was a little. Um, well, yeah. Not psychologically, but physically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, physically, that was in. Like, we got everything all nice and cleaned up. And, you know, I am looking for some kind of a solution to put out there. The challenge is, like, there's a drain just a few feet in front of our door. And it's not a drainage issue where I need to make the drain larger because the stormwater actually comes up from that drain. And because it's at the bottom of these steps, it creates this little, like, kiddie pool. Um, Seriously. Mm. So you could actually go swimming out there. It's pretty gross, but... You could kind of go for a little swim out there. And I like, well, what do we do with this? Because it's a city drainage issue, not really even the building owner. And, and can and you so, contact the city? Yes and no. We've talked to them before about some of the issues. And that's when they like did uh, a lot of work in the front of the building and on the street level and all of that sort of stuff. Um, I, we may, but if it turns out that like we have to close... And our front entrance is destroyed for days. Like, that's the whole thing. Because this is literally only an issue now when we get a flash flood. Hmm. So all of our other issues, knocking on every piece of wood I can find, (laughs) um, all of our other issues seem to be resolved. Um, It's just the flash flood issue. So we need to have something that when we see, oh, gosh, it's coming down really hard right now, I can just throw that out in front of the door um, and prevent it. So there's. Yeah, I posted on the Float Collective and asked people for some ideas and got lots of really great su- uh, suggestions. I prefer something that's reusable rather mm. than like some are like these tubes that have a gel inside oh. that are uh, gel activated. And, and once the water hits it, right. you really can't reuse it and you have to toss it. And that's I'm a big old tree hugger. And so I really don't like that idea. Yeah. Um, then there's also um, options for, of course, sandbags again, like throwing those out and where do you keep them and having them on hand is a big yep. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Water bags. I got to fill it up really fast to get it out there oh, to try okay. to seal it. And right. um, there's one that's, um, I can't remember the name of it. Like it's like a box wall, but it's kind of like a, a platform that comes in. If you think about a bookend, that L shape, and uh-huh. you basically put these side by side and you create this little row that can actually hold the water off. That one looks like the most viable solution, but it's also two hundred dollars a panel. So I'm gonna spend like a grand for something that happens a couple times a year. It does happen a couple times a year though. Yeah. Yeah. We get some crazy storms here. And so whenever that flash flood hits, that the flash storms are that's our that's when we know. <laughs> okay, but with global so, warming cooling down, it should be happening yeah. less frequently, though, right? Yeah. Okay. So maybe it's not time yeah. to invest because mm-hmm. I, I think this problem is just going to go away. Mm. 
easily. No, not so much. You know, I think yeah. you might have to spend some money on this because it, it is just going to be happening more and more. Um, yeah. I also, as somebody who's unclogged a few drains in my day, I'm curious if you might just want to put a snake down the front uh, drain. That's the city's drain and see if you can mm-hmm. just get a longest snake you can and see if you can push something through. It's not a like small drain. It's like, Oh, got it. The grate outside is probably two by two. Okay. And then it. underneath is like a channel. Like, oh, I mean, it is, it is shoot. big. Yeah. Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Same. <laughs> Same here. Oh man. We'll figure something out. Yeah. I mean, it does get my brain thinking like how what what can you do and it's like well what kind of float stuff do i know about i'm like thinking about flooring and all this and creating those slopes like how could that apply to this situation but in a temporary way that's that's pretty rough yeah yeah and you know it's one of those that we don't want to invest too much our lease is up in two years we mm. don't we have some decisions to make before then and so um whatever we do now needs to be like a temporary quick fix just for Got these it. random occurrences that literally one person can just run out there and create a barrier oh, really fast. And so. what about a super high power sub pump? If water's coming up, how about just jettisoning yeah. that out into the street? Yeah, that's what we're thinking um, could be another option. It's again, like we would have to put the sub pump kind of on top of the drain because yeah. I don't think we can get that great out at all. Uh-huh. Um, and so it would be a matter of just pumping it on up to the street. That street is also getting a ton of water. Right. So <laughs> if the street hasn't filled up, oh. then it would work. But if the street is full, it's just going to come right back down on us. So yeah, moral of the story, kids, if you're listening, really basements might not be a good idea basement's not good basement's not good yeah yeah, yeah. Do, do above ground also don't do wood don't do wood uh, yeah. don't do 1900 homes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i don't know anybody who knows about that no me either. tanks upstairs so you were talking about the water coming in that's so funny because so much of it is the the water coming out in into your building you know it's it's mm-hmm. plumbing pipes breaking it's your float tank breaking down or whatever or pipes so that's fun that you can get the other end of it but i know that you are a problem solver and you thrive from these situations so i'm <laughs> some of you some part of you is absolutely loving this i'm sure it's it's thrilling mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> so i gotta say i don't have any good solutions for you but I'm very excited to hear about your employee being yeah. a bit of a boss in that and like maintaining a like the kind of manager mindset of like I I'm I'm gonna take care of this even if she was frazzled and <laughs> I love the, the idea of the pants being rolled up it's yep. just so good how long has she, she been working it. for you before doing this shift so today today is actually three weeks we had planned on having her oh. shadowing and just you know in training for three four weeks before she was able to be on her own yeah. um she was just doing amazingly well. She was a member, so she already knew our culture. She already knew, you know, floating with us. Um, And we kind of knew her. And I had actually done some yoga events with her fiance several years ago. Her fiance plays the didgeridoo. And so I knew him. And then, you know, when she came in, I kind of knew of her and just a really perfect fit. I mean, she's, absolutely stellar wonderful and we have a second employee coming in a couple of weeks wow, so look at you. <laughs> and um, we're hiring and the thing is like we weren't 
in a rush to get people like originally we were we really wanted to try to have somebody in place before we left for the float conference because we shut mm. the shop down for a week mm. um but then once we got back we we're like you know what we we aren't going to just hire somebody just for the sake of hiring somebody we want to make sure that it is someone who is an amazing fit Thank who you. is going to care about our people as much as we do and thankfully we found somebody who i mean she is grateful every day she actually left her job before because she felt like it was completely meaningless and she wanted to do something to actually help people and to help foster you know positive mental health for herself and for others and so it was just such a wonderful fit and i'm uh, elated i'm yes. so happy to hear that that's exactly yes. who you want and if there's one lesson i've learned personally and over this podcast over the years is to hire the right person, hire slow, take your time. So I'm so glad that you've got the right person in there. Mm -hmm. May I ask, is it a younger person or a little more middle-aged person? Uh, around 30-ish. Okay. So a little, so, little life under their belt, like yeah. a little yeah. ap appreciation for things. Exactly. Uh, and, perspective, and, maybe. Yeah. And she's just awesome. Just I'm an so awesome human. I'm so happy to hear that. I saw on, on uh, Facebook. The old Facebook, which I, yeah. I try to stay away from, which I think is why when I log in, I see you, number one, it must know that I like seeing your content. <laughs> it's like, come on, come back, come back. Here's Kim. Um, oh, and it was hilarious. like, I think it was you, your husband, and one of your kids. I mean, maybe it was Jocelyn. I'm not sure. I, it's hard to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I get them confused sometimes. But uh, you were able to um, be home at the same time while your, flo while your float center was open, which... What a special moment there. That's so cool. What was that like mentally for you? It was really weird. Like, I mean, we kept having <laughs> these moments of like, we would forget what day it was. And then the second night was probably even more strange uh, because it was a Friday night and then a Saturday night. And like, we're never together on a Saturday night. And wow. we're all sitting there like, wow, what, what do we do? Like actually being together. And of course the kids are like, whatever, I'm going to go do my thing. You know, they, they put up with us for a few minutes and then they were gone. <laughs> but we really enjoyed getting to hang out and actually eat dinner at a decent hour because uh, usually we don't eat until he gets home in the evenings. Um, or if I was at the center when I would get home in the evenings. And so that was, you know, I mean, that's like 930, 10 o'clock at whoa, night. Yeah. Whoa. So this is like huge life change. Did you have the thing in the back of your mind of like, what's happening at the shop? Like, were you able to let it go? Is it too early <laughs> to do that? A little bit. And, you know, we told our employees, she's welcome to send me a chat. Like anytime I have the app on my phone. And yeah. I think she sent maybe one question and it was a solid question. Like it was one of those rare situations with a gift certificate. How do I do this sort of thing? Um, and then that was about it. She texted or she chatted me at the end of the night, said, hey, I'm clocking out and headed home. And like really such minor stuff. And it has been one of those like walking that fine line between trusting that she is feeling, I think I'm not worried so much about like that she's doing things wrong, but I want to make sure that she feels comfortable and that like there aren't any crazy situations that are coming up. And right. so, you know, like flooding on day three. Right. I mean, so good. That's so good. <laughs> yes. It's so good. I did give her an umbrella um, after all of, <laughs> all of that. We have these boots, really, hopefully. yes, we have these really, really cool uh, inverted umbrellas. It's a, like a reverse opening umbrella and it has our logo and it's our colors and all of that stuff. And so it's like, you know, this wouldn't help you then, but at least you'll stay dry walking out to your car tonight. Great. So that's yeah. pretty cute. I like it. Congratulations. Uh, that's a, that's a big thanks. deal. I love it. And I don't think you can train her for everything, of course. So there are all sorts of things that are going to come up, but 
letting they they're feeling empowered and able i think is one of the most important things they'll make the better decisions they'll feel better about going into work all of that stuff are they still floating yes absolutely and yeah probably even more and her fiance has even been in even more to come and float if we have a a last second cancellation she texts him and he's a paying member she texts him and he'll come and pay for extra floats for that month oh no you didgeridoo don't oh my goodness (laughs) wow so before we were recording here, um, we were talking about photography, um, or, or I guess we weren't talking necessarily specifically photography, but working working for clients. And um, I was kvetching about, uh, well, I was I guess I was talking up the Patreon and like just how awesome it is to do what I do and how stinking cool it is and how I, I took on a client who, um, it, it was nothing float related at all. It was for, for their business and, and it just became more and more and more and more work. And it was absolutely absurd. Um, and then you were talking about your business and you were talking about how you can, um, with Mindful Solutions, you have these packages, I guess is how you would put it, that are designed for kind of like a plug, eh, maybe plug and play is, is too easy to describe it as somebody who hasn't, still hasn't filled out all their paperwork on, on <laughs> you know, being able to do this. But, but what you do is I think a little bit similar to what I do of designing a package that other, everybody can, can use for their float center specifically. Is that mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Can we t- and break down a little bit about what's going on with, with yours? I feel like we haven't heard a, an update with Mindful Solutions in a bit. Yeah, we're growing. And that's kind of the nice. theme for this year for both of my businesses and, and having help, inviting help and really embracing that there are some amazing humans out there who are fully capable of walking on the same journeys and, and helping um, to complete all of the work. And hmm. so you know, hiring people at the float center. I've also hired people to help me um, on the consulting side. And so I have account specialists who are kind of virtual assistants, but they really try to specialize for each different um, social media client that we have. And so we have uh, our base package basically is where you can just get access to the system and to our content and you do what you want with it. We have a package where um, we will do the scheduling for you, but it's not customized. Um, you get all of the content, um, and then we leave in placeholders to let you know what you should update. Um, and then we have the third tier, which is what 95%, I think, of our clients are on, where we call it the handoff plan, where we're actually customizing all of your content for you. And so that's what's keeping us busy at the moment. But we're also working on some really amazing things for 2022 including some animated videos that are basically done for you, but we can edit pieces of it to customize it oh, for nice. your center cool. and talk about, you know, if you have tanks versus pods versus cabins, um, we can change all of the branding so that it matches your center, um, nice. you know, and basically it's done, but you can just choose to tweak a couple of things to make it your own. Um, and one of the things that we're extremely excited about is also having marketing campaigns, like a campaign in a box for you. That includes some social media posts. It includes flyers that you can use, even you know pamphlets, brochures, posters, oh, wow. all of that cool. sort of stuff. That's great. Um, and one that I'm really excited about, and that a lot of folks were uh, super jazzed to hear about at Float Conference, was um, a training library. And so the library itself isn't specific to like starting a float center because there's already some really amazing uh, content out there. A really great workshop for that. Um, mm-hmm. But Things like how to run your own social media, how to create your own social media strategy, how to identify your target market, um, and there are courses that you can take on your own. Also, time management, leadership skills, um, (laughs) all of the business stuff, the skills you need to run a business, we are working on courses for that. 
And so that's like so exciting. It's really taking everything I uh, focused on so heavily in the corporate world for many, many years as a director of training and putting that to use here right. in a, a way that I love to help float centers. And I love to be able to provide them with the skills they need in order to be successful. Oh. And so that's, that's the big stuff. That is some big stuff, Kim. <laughs> well, mm -hmm. well done. I am trying to uh, put together a little YouTube video of just basics of float photography. And I'm, it is overwhelming. <laughs> like just, oh my gosh, there's so much. Where do you start? How do you organize it? So I'm, I'm admiring that you are getting so much done. <laughs> oh my God. So I won't say I'm getting it all done yet. Don't <laughs> give me that much credit yet. There are outlines in place. Yes, 2022. There are nice. out, yeah, there are outlines. There's different topic maps. There's a whole lot of stuff. I'm, I'm working on some focus group stuff that I'll be putting out soon. And um, so a lot of stuff will be coming. Some focus group yeah. stuff? What do you mean? Yeah. Um, I am a firm believer that I, while I have knowledge and skills mm. and I've learned a lot, I also don't know everything and what? I don't know specifically what other people want. And mm. so ev just about every project I ever do, I always try to hear from at least a handful of other people, you know, who could benefit from this and get their feedback on where their, their pain points are, you know, what kinds of, of uh, struggles they have, what they feel like they're really good at and they don't need as much help. Um, and, you know, really try to take all of that feedback into my designs. And so whatever I'm designing can really be targeted for the people who need it. Okay. Well, wowza. Uh, very smart. Well done. And just more work to make the perfect product. I'm, I'm, I, can't, I, I, I feel like I say this every other episode. I just don't understand how you do it. I'm so <laughs> impressed. And I would say like, ah, oh, your kids are older. But the other thing we're talking, and you have more time on your hands, but the other thing we're talking about before recording is your shuttle bus <laughs> as soon as they're out of school as they're just off to their sports and music lessons and everything. Yeah, so, picking them up from the bus every day at 3.30 and 4 o'clock, and then it starts from there. So, Goodness gracious. Yeah, I Phenomenal just have to give thing. myself a lot of grace. You know, the other revenue stream I think you might want to think about is just having a live stream, just right in your office there. <laughs> I just want to be able to, like, really, how does she, what do the interruptions look like? How does she get it done? Because it, it just uh, is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I really only do the things I love. That's great. That's I it. love that. I love that. Um, I'd, I'd like to think I'm, I'm following in that path as well. Makes a huge difference. Yeah, it does make wanting to clock quote unquote clock in feel mm -hmm. feel really nice yes um i think that's all the show we've got tonight thanks for sharing what, what's going on with sukino and what's going on with mindful solutions is there anything else you want to share with the crew oh i can't wait to get gloria and drew back yeah I missed having them here tonight yeah. and uh hear about all of their adventures well, I think that sounds great. I think we also have some rocking guests coming up as well and some experts coming up, um, some, some fun topics. So we'll, we'll get uh, the gang back together and, and break it down. But, uh, Kim, this has been fun. Thanks so much for chatting and, yeah. and sharing. And um, let's see here. Thanks to, well, gosh, I mean, I want to thank Kim, but I want to thank Gloria and Drew also just because possibly out of habit, but also because I, I think they're, they're here in spirit and they're just such a part of the team. Uh, I want to thank them for co-hosting and, and texting throughout the week and all of that. And uh, thanks to Olga for producing the show and also getting in on those text fests as well um, while having a newborn, little Lucy. And But mostly, thank you 
for listening to this episode. Thanks, thanks for listening to the podcast. We appreciate you so much. Let's see here. Thanks to those of you who are supporting us on Patreon. Patreon, we do beautiful. Oh, jeez. I'm going to just talk one second about Patreon. Um, I think my favorite, I mean, not favorite, one of my favorite sets I've ever uh, done. I'm putting the finishing touches on at the moment. Um, really excited about this one. This guy, Jeffrey, who kind of looks like the, um, I don't always blah, 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 but if I do, blah, 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 blah. just very sophisticated uh, looking, beautiful beard. And uh, we, we just got some great shots. I kind of wish I could edit every single shot we took. There's so many good ones. Um, I was midway through and I was like, oh my God, I have 45 images here um, looking good. I guess I don't need to keep <laughs> keep editing images. Um, but uh, so many of them were just inspiring. So anyway, um, that's he is in the athletic tier. He's a very healthy, fit, I guess, older man. Um, is that, do I even say it that way? Um, and, uh, you know, part of uh, photographing athletes was intentionally to help motivate me in my nutrition and fitness. And it, and it is not taken. I don't know what's <laughs> going on, but it really didn't take. Um, but uh, he is one of the first, person, uh, first people to inspire me to actually make some dietary changes. Um, and... Uh, get consistent on that rowing machine. So thank you, Jeffrey. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He's in the athletic tier and transcendent tier. We also have some beautiful images. Oh yeah. Here's another weird thing um, with the photography is um, I have another set with Alyssa coming out. She's in the, the regular tiers and the video tiers and she has body hair, armpit hair, leg hair. And it didn't really occur to me until I was kind of midway through the edits. I was like, wait a minute. Are people comfortable with that? Like, will you will people use that? And I put a little poll out on the old Instagram stories, and it was like right down the middle, 50-50, people saying, yep, I would use those, and 50% said, nope, not for us. And um, I was like, okay, what do I do with this? Um, jumped on into the old Photoshop. Oh, I finished editing all of them because I didn't want it to influence what images I took. But what I ended up doing was after I... Uh, finished all the images I went through and give her a little Photoshop shave, um, both leg hair and armpits with, with her permission, by the way, very important. Um, anytime you're going to do something like that, get, get your model's permission. Um, and uh, yeah, so, so two sets will be dropping for, for people of, um, you know, whatever you want to use. And personally, I, I'd, I'd love it if people use the, the natural body hair. That's how she likes to put herself out there. I think people oftentimes, um, get this sense of being seen and accepted uh, that it, it's, it just can be these little things that people notice um, that uh, make them feel included um, with your business. So I, I would encourage that. I remember I was raised Buddhist and there was an episode of The Simpsons where uh, somebody is reading this tiny little uh, ink print on their hand and uh, but it got sweaty and so they're like, I'm going to be sure to nam myoho renge kyo. And they did this little Buddhist chant thing. And my whole family was like, oh, my gosh, yay. Like, just to be seen, to be noticed like that has these incredible uh, impacts on people. And that wasn't even – it wasn't, like, positive or negative. It was just it's just just to be seen. And so to be seen in that light of, um, of floating, I, I would encourage you to use those. Any who's it. I think that's about it. Let's hear. Let's see here. Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Olga, for producing the show. Thanks to our sponsors, of course, Helmbot and Isopod and Mindful Solutions. I feel like I'm missing one final thing here. Is it just that Drew and Gloria aren't here? Is that why I feel it, like there's just a is. missing piece? There's, there's like a little emptiness, and it's, it's <laughs> oh, because no. they're not with us. Oh, boy. 
Well, as always, nam myoho renge kyo. We'll see you next week.